Chapters 11 through 16 of the Apocryphal Book of Judith, Dewey Reams Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 11 Then Holofernes said to her, Be of good comfort, and fear not in thy heart, for I have never heard a man that was willing to serve Nebuchadnezzar the king. And if thy people had not despised me, I would never have lifted up my spear against them. But now tell me, for what cause hast thou left them, and why it hath pleased thee to come to us? And Judith said to him, Receive the words of thy handmaid, for if thou wilt follow the words of thy handmaid, the Lord will do with thee a perfect thing. For as Nebuchadnezzar the king of the earth liveth, and his power liveth, which is in thee, for chastising of all straying souls, not only men serve him through thee, but also the beasts of the field obey him. For the industry of thy mind is spoken of among all nations, and it is told through the whole world that thou only art excellent and mighty in all his kingdom, and thy discipline is cried up in all provinces. It is known also what Achior said, nor are we ignorant of what thou hast commanded to be done to him. For it is certain that our God is so offended with sins that he hath sent word by his prophets to the people that he will deliver them up for their sins. And because the children of Israel know they have offended their God, thy dread is upon them. Moreover, also, a famine hath come upon them, and for drought of water they are already to be counted among the dead. And they have a design even to kill their cattle and to drink the blood of them and the consecrated things of the Lord their God, which God forbade them to touch, and corn, wine, and oil, these have they purposed to make use of, and they design to consume the things which they ought not to touch with their hands. Therefore, because they do these things, it is certain they will be given up to destruction. And I, thy handmaid, knowing this, am fled from them, and the Lord hath sent me to tell thee these very things. For I, thy handmaid, worship God, even now that I am with thee, and thy handmaid will go out, and I will pray to God, and he will tell me when he will repay them for their sins, and I will come and tell thee, so that I may bring thee through the midst of Jerusalem, and thou shalt have all the people of Israel, as sheep that have no shepherd, and there shall not so much as one dog bark against thee, because these things are told me by the providence of God. And because God is angry with them, I am sent to tell these very things to thee. And all these words pleased Holofernes and his servants, and they admired her wisdom, and they said one to another, There is not such another woman upon earth in look, in beauty, and in sense of words. And Holofernes said to her, God hath done well who sent thee before the people, that thou mightest give them into our hands. And because thy promise is good, if thy God shall do this for me, he shall also be my God, and thou shalt be great in the house of Nebuchadnezzar, and thy name shall be renowned through all the earth. End of chapter 11. Chapter 12. Then he ordered that she should go in where his treasures were laid up, and bade her tarry there, and he appointed what should be given her from his own table. And Judith answered him and said, Now I cannot eat of these things which thou commandest to be given me, lest sin come upon me but I will eat of the things which I have brought. And Holofernes said to her, If these things which thou hast brought with thee fail thee, what shall we do for thee? And Judith said, 
as thy soul liveth my lord thy handmaid shall not spend all these things till god do by my hand that which i have purposed and his servants brought her into the tent which he had commanded and when she was going in she desired that she might have liberty to go out at night and before day to prayer and to beseech the lord and he commanded his chamberlains that she might go out and in to adore her god as she pleased for three days and she went out in the nights into the valley of bethulia and washed herself in a fountain of water and as she came up she prayed to the lord the god of israel that he would direct her way to the deliverance of his people and going in she remained pure in the tent until she took her own meat in the evening and it came to pass on the fourth day that holofernes made a supper for his servants and said to vago his eunuch go and persuade that hebrew woman to consent of her own accord to dwell with me for it is looked upon as shameful among the assyrians if a woman mock a man by doing so as to pass free from him then vago went in to judith and said let not my good maid be afraid to go in to my lord that she may be honoured before his face, that she may eat with him, and drink wine, and be merry. And Judith answered him, Who am I that I should gainsay my lord? All that shall be good, and best before his eyes, I will do, and whatsoever shall please him, that shall be best to me all the days of my life. And she arose and dressed herself out with her garments, and going in she stood before his face and the heart of Holofernes was smitten, for he was burning with the desire of her. And Holofernes said to her, Drink now, and sit down and be merry, for thou hast found favour before me. And Judah said, I will drink, my lord, because my life is magnified this day above all my days. And she took and ate and drank before him what her maid had prepared for her and holofernes was made merry on her occasion and drank exceeding much wine so much as he had never drunk in his life End of chapter twelve chapter thirteen and when it was grown late his servants made haste to their lodgings and vago shut the chamber doors and went his way and they were all overcharged with wine and judith was alone in the chamber but Holofernes lay on his bed, fast asleep, being exceedingly drunk. And Judith spoke to her maid to stand without before the chamber, and to watch. And Judith stood before the bed, praying with tears, and the motion of her lips in silence, saying, Strengthen me, O Lord God of Israel, and in this hour look on the works of my hands, that as thou hast promised, thou mayest raise up Jerusalem thy city, and that I may bring to pass that which I have purposed, having a belief that it might be done by thee. And when she had said this, she went to the pillar that was at his bed's head, and loosed his sword that hung tied upon it. And when she had drawn it out, she took him by the hair of his head, and said, Strengthen me, O Lord God, at this hour. And she struck twice upon his neck, and cut off his head, and took off his canopy from the pillars, and rolled away his headless body. And after a while she went out, and delivered the head of Holofernes to her maid, and bade her put it into her wallet. And they too went out according to their custom, as it were, to prayer, and they passed the camp, and having compassed the valley, they came to the gate of the city. 
and Judith from afar off cried to the watchmen upon the walls, Open the gates, for God is with us, who hath shown his power in Israel. And it came to pass, when the men had heard her voice, that they called the ancients of the city, and all ran to meet her from the least to the greatest, for they now had no hopes that she would come. And lighting up lights, they all gathered round about her, and she went up to a higher place and commanded silence to be made. And when all had held their peace, Judith said, Praise ye the Lord our God, who hath not forsaken them that hope in him. And by me his handmaid, he hath fulfilled his mercy, which he promised to the house of Israel. And he hath killed the enemy of his people by my hand this night. Then she brought forth the head of Holofernes out of the wallet, and showed it them, saying, Behold the head of Holofernes, the general of the army of the Assyrians, and behold his canopy, wherein he lay in his drunkenness, where the Lord our God slew him by the hand of a woman. But as the same Lord liveth, his angel hath been my keeper, both going hence, and abiding there, and returning from thence hither, and the Lord hath not suffered me his handmaid to be defiled, but hath brought me back to you, without pollution of sin, rejoicing for his victory, for my escape, and for your deliverance. Give all of you glory to him, because he is good, because his mercy endureth for ever. And they all adored the Lord, and said to her, The Lord hath blessed thee by his power, because by thee he hath brought our enemies to naught. And Ozias, the prince of the people of Israel, said to her, Blessed art thou, O daughter, by the Lord the Most High God, above all women upon the earth. Blessed be the Lord who made heaven and earth, who hath directed thee to the cutting off the head of the prince of our enemies. Because he hath so magnified thy name this day, that thy praise shall not depart out of the mouth of men, who shall be mindful of the power of the Lord for ever, for that thou hast not spared thy life by reason of the distress and tribulation of thy people, but hast prevented our ruin in the presence of our God. And all the people said, So be it, so be it. And Achior being called for came, and Judah said to him, The God of Israel, to whom thou gavest testimony, that he revengeth himself of his enemies, he hath cut off the head of all the unbelievers this night by my hand. And that thou mayest find that it is so, behold, the head of Holofernes, who in the contempt of his pride despised the God of Israel, and threatened them with death, saying, When the people of Israel shall be taken, I will command thy sides to be pierced with a sword. Then Achior, seeing the head of Holofernes, being seized with a great fear, he fell on his face upon the earth, and his soul swooned away. But after he had recovered his spirits, he fell down at her feet, and reverenced her, and said, Blessed art thou by thy God in every tabernacle of Jacob, for in every nation which shall hear thy name, the God of Israel shall be magnified on occasion of thee. End of chapter 13. Chapter 14. And Judith said to all the people, Hear me, my brethren, hang ye up this head upon our walls. And as soon as the sun shall rise, let every man take his arms, and rush ye out, not as going down beneath, but as making an assault. Then the watchmen must needs run to awake their prince for the battle. And when the captains of them shall run to the tent of Holofernes, and shall find him without his head, wallowing in his blood, fear shall fall upon them. 
and when you shall know that they are fleeing, go after them securely, for the Lord will destroy them under your feet. Then Achior, seeing the power that the God of Israel had wrought, leaving the religion of the Gentiles, he believed God, and circumcised the flesh of his foreskin, and was joined to the people of Israel, with all the succession of his kindred, until this present day. And immediately at break of day they hung up the head of Holofernes upon the walls, and every man took his arms, and they went out with a great noise and shouting. And the watchmen, seeing this, ran to the tent of Holofernes. And they that were in the tent came, and made a noise before the door of the chamber to awake him, endeavouring by art to break his rest, that Holofernes might awake, not by their calling him, but by their noise." for no man durst knock or open and go into the chamber of the general of the Assyrians. But when his captains and tribunes were come, and all the chiefs of the army of the king of the Assyrians, they said to the chamberlains, Go in and awake him, for the mice coming out of their holes have presumed to challenge us to fight. Then Vago, going into his chamber, stood before the curtain and made a clapping with his hands, for he thought that he was sleeping with Judith. But when, with hearkening, he perceived no motion of one lying. He came near to the curtain, and lifting it up, and seeing the body of Holofernes lying upon the ground, without the head, weltering in his blood, he cried out with a loud voice, with weeping, and rent his garments. And he went into the tent of Judith, and not finding her, he ran out to the people, and said, one Hebrew woman hath made confusion in the house of King Nebuchadnezzar. For behold, Holofernes lieth upon the ground, and his head is not upon him. Now when the chiefs of the army of the Assyrians had heard this, they all rent their garments, and an intolerable fear and dread fell upon them, and their minds were troubled exceedingly. And there was a very great cry in the midst of their camp. End of chapter 14. Chapter 15. And when all the army heard that Holofernes was beheaded, courage and counsel fled from them, and being seized with trembling and fear, they thought only to save themselves by flight, so that no one spoke to his neighbor, but hanging down the head, leaving all things behind, they made haste to escape from the Hebrews, who, as they heard, were coming armed upon them, and fled by the ways of the fields and the paths of the hills. So the children of Israel, seeing them fleeing, followed after them, and they went down, sounding with trumpets, and shouting after them. And because the Assyrians were not united together, they went without order in their flight. But the children of Israel, pursuing in one body, defeated all that they could find. And Ozias sent messengers through all the cities and countries of Israel. And every country and every city sent their chosen young men, armed after them. And they pursued them with the edge of the sword, until they came to the extremities of their confines. And the rest that were in Bethulia went into the camp of the Assyrians, and took away the spoils which the Assyrians in their flight had left behind them, and they were laden exceedingly. But they that returned conquerors to Bethulia brought with them all things that were theirs, so that there was no numbering of their cattle and beasts and all their movables, insomuch that from the least to the greatest all were made rich by their spoils. And Joachim, the high priest, came from Jerusalem to Bethulia, with all his ancients, to see Judith. And when she was come out to him, they all blessed her with one voice, saying, Thou art the glory of Jerusalem, thou art the joy of Israel, thou art the honor of our people. For thou hast done manfully, 
and thy heart has been strengthened, because thou hast loved chastity, and after thy husband hast not known any other. Therefore also the hand of the Lord hath strengthened thee, and therefore thou shalt be blessed for ever. And all the people said, So be it, so be it. And thirty days were scarce sufficient for the people of Israel to gather up the spoils of the Assyrians. But all those things that were proved to be the peculiar goods of Holofernes, they gave to Judith in gold and silver and garments and precious stones and all household stuff, and they all were delivered to her by the people. And all the people rejoiced with the women and virgins and young men playing on instruments and harps. End of chapter 15 Chapter 16 Then Judith sung this canticile to the Lord, saying, Begin ye to the Lord with timbrels, sing ye to the Lord with cymbals, tune unto him a new psalm, extol and call upon his name. The Lord putteth an end to wars, the Lord is his name. He hath set his camp in the midst of his people, to deliver us from the hand of all our enemies. The Assyrian came out of the mountains from the north, in the multitude of his strength. His multitude stopped up the torrents, and their horses covered the valleys. He bragged that he would set my borders on fire, and kill my young men with the sword, to make my infants a prey and my virgins captives. But the Almighty Lord hath struck him, and hath delivered him into the hands of a woman, and hath slain him. For their mighty one did not fall by young men, neither did the sons of Titan strike him, nor tall giants oppose themselves to him. But Judith, the daughter of Merari, weakened him with the beauty of her face. For she put off her the garments of widowhood, and put on her the garments of joy, to give joy to the children of Israel. She anointed her face with ointment, and bound up her locks with a crown. She took a new robe to deceive him. Her sandals ravished his eyes. Her beauty made his soul her captive. With a sword she cut off his head. The Persians quaked at her constancy, and the Medes at her boldness. Then the camp of the Assyrians howled when my lowly ones appeared, parched with thirst. The sons of the damsels have pierced them through, and they have killed them like children fleeing away. They perished in battle before the face of the Lord my God. Let us sing a hymn to the Lord. Let us sing a new hymn to our God. O Adonai, Lord, great art thou, and glorious in thy power, and no one can overcome thee. Let all thy creatures serve thee, because thou hast spoken, and they were made. Thou didst send forth thy spirit, and they were created, and there is no one that can resist thy voice. The mountains shall be moved from the foundations with the waters, the rocks shall melt as wax before thy face. But they that fear thee shall be great with thee in all things. Woe be to the nation that riseth up against my people, for the Lord Almighty will take revenge on them. In the day of judgment he will visit them. For he will give fire and worms into their flesh, that they may burn and may feel for ever. And it came to pass after these things that all the people after the victory came to Jerusalem to adore the Lord. And as soon as they were purified, they offered holocausts and vows and their promises. And Judith offered for an anathema of oblivion all the arms of Holofernes which the people gave her, and the canopy that she had taken away out of his chamber. 
and the people were joyful in the sight of the sanctuary, and for three months the joy of this victory was celebrated with Judith. And after those days every man returned to his house, and Judith was made great in Bethulia, and she was most renowned in all the land of Israel. And chastity was joined to her virtue, so that she knew no man all the days of her life after the death of Manasseh her husband. And on festival days she came forth with great glory, and she abode in her husband's house a hundred and five years, and made her handmaid free, and she died, and was buried with her husband in Bethulia. And all the people mourned for seven days, and all the time of her life there was none that troubled Israel, nor many years after her death. But the day of the festivity of this victory is received by the Hebrews, and the number of holy days and is religiously observed by the Jews from that time until this day. End of chapter 16 And also the end of Judith.